Hi, I'm Brian Wise, editor of Rhythms Magazine. We continue our series of interviews recorded during Blues Fest 2019 with songwriter, guitarist and band leader Marcus King, who, at just 23 years of age, has been performing for almost half his life. He joined me with all the other members of his band at the Bay FM Q&A tent for a chat and a performance that you won't want to miss. Hey, Marcus King, thank you very much for coming and having a chat to us. Oh, yeah, of course, man. How you doing? How did you enjoy the gig last night? It was a lot of fun, man. It was uh, it was the first time that we were able to really kind of open up over here. The past few dates have been all club dates that have been a lot of fun, and then uh, we get to a big stage like that. It was a nice opportunity to open up. I noticed that even though you are relatively a uh, relatively new name here, I think most of the club dates sold out, didn't they? Man, we've had a lot of really good uh, a lot of really good turnouts over here. It's been a blessing. There's been a lot of word of mouth about the band. A lot of people have seen you at festivals overseas and the word's got around. But before we go any further, can I get you to introduce the other members of your band who you've brought along to uh, assist you? Yeah, absolutely. we got a microphone right there, boys. Introduce yourselves to the people. Hey, my name is Jack Ryan and I play the drums. I am uh, Dean Mitchell and I play saxophone. I am Stephen Campbell. I play bass. Yeah, what up, it's Justin, trumpet, trombone, everything else, you know it. Hello, I am Deshaun D-Vibes Alexander, and I play the keyboards. Now, yes, it would be no surprise to anybody, even if they didn't know anything about you and had never seen you before, to know or to work out that you come from the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not a big secret. We're from South Carolina, Greenville. All the band from Greenville? So most of us are from Greenville, South Carolina. Our saxophone player is from uh, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, Deshaun here is from Denver, Colorado. So Go Broncos, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So obviously coming from that area of the States, it's had a massive influence on your music. And uh, over the years, I mean, you've been playing since you were 10 or 12 years of age. Man, I started playing when I was like uh, three or four, really, because my grandfather plays, uh, or he played, and uh, my father and my uncle's whole family really did it, so I was always kind of uh, surrounded by it. And I, I've So your always... dad had a band, didn't he? Toured? Yes, yeah. still, still does. He toured uh, his whole life. He's 66 now, and he just uh, he plays regionally. He doesn't go too far from the reservation, but he still plays a good bit. There's a story that you once snuck into a club to give a demo tape to Warren Haynes when the Allman Brothers were playing. Yeah, man, Warren, uh, I couldn't get to him. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was 15 years old and I snuck in with, the, with all the other caterers. I carried in a tray of potatoes or something like that and uh, couldn't, couldn't quite <laughs> get to him. But uh, a couple years later, we, uh, we, we linked up and... Uh, the, the boys and I, we ended up doing a record together with Warren, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, more recently, we did a record with Dave Cobb producing, uh, and that's what we're promoting right now. So maybe, Deshaun, maybe you can tell us how the band actually ended up getting together in uh, Greenville. Do you want to give us a little potted history? Well, I guess I could probably answer this, because Deshaun, being the newest member of the group, he's not uh, super familiar with the early days of the group. Maybe... Uh, Maybe I could get that going. I met Jack Ryan Jack, in, yeah. in, a, in a club uh, a little over six years ago or so, and uh, that's kind of how the ball got ruined. You can take it from there. Fill us in, Jack. 
Yeah, <clears throat> well, being from Greenville, being, you know, not a super huge city and definitely not a big music city, everyone that's a musician there kind of knows each other. So through mutual friends and stuff was probably the easiest way to explain that we had got together. But yeah, we, um, Marcus and I got together and started playing together and both realized we had a lot of similar interests. And then the, uh, the bass player we had at the time that's on the first record ended up uh, uh, quitting or whatever at the end of uh, 2014. And Steven came in and stepped up and uh, started playing with us. And yeah, and then about, what, almost two years later, Dean joined on. And then, yeah, about a year, almost two years after that, we got Deshaun. Yeah, we were presented with a really fabulous uh, opportunity to work together. And uh, the band's just kind of... Uh, evolved into what you see now but it really started with me and Jack and Justin Johnson our horn player and Dean later joined uh, after Stephen Campbell and Deshaun Alexander and uh, this is what it is. It's interesting that you're working with a horn section in the band. Absolutely man I couldn't have it any other way. It's kind of reflects that um, the soulful sound of your music and there's obviously the blues and stuff that you get from maybe the Allman Brothers and Warren Haynes and you know that government mule jamming type, type stuff. So where does the soul music come from in, in your repertoire? Where's the influence come from? I was, uh, I was always a pretty introverted kid, so uh, the people that I uh, looked up to the most were really, uh, you know, uh, magnanimous, uh, you know, singers and performers, artists of the like, that would uh, just take the stage and really own it, you know? So people like Otis Redding, and Janis Joplin, and Aretha Franklin, and James Brown, Sam Cooke, Al Green, and a lot of, most of them had uh, these big horn sections that could really just emphasize a point. So I always knew I wanted a horn section, and uh, from early on, everybody told us we'd make a hell of a lot more money as a three-piece. But you gotta, you gotta be willing to, you know, sacrifice for what you love. You played a lot of festivals in in the states and that's kind of where the word of mouth got out apart from, from the albums but you've recently as you mentioned recorded your latest album carolina confessions with maybe the hottest producer in nashville at the moment dave cobb tell us about working with dave and why, why did you want to work with dave apart from the fact that he's you know produced so many hit albums recently well uh dave's name got brought up uh to produce the record and i thought uh well, let me check out what he's been, been up to, you know? And hearing the, just the sonic quality of the records that he had produced with Jason Isbell and Sturgill Simpson and uh, Chris Stapleton uh, and the Rival Sons, I just was really taken back by the, you know, to say it again, the sonic quality of the record. Uh, and I wanted to do something like that. And being able to go into historic RCA Studio A room and cut the record was in just Nashville. A, yeah, man, it was a real blessing, and spent a lot of time there. And I think that's what really, uh, you know, made me want to move there, which I did. And the band and I had a really good time cutting the record. Uh, Dave was really uh, catering to the fact that we're a group, you know, and it's, it wasn't just a, a solo record of mine, but it was a Marcus King band record. So maybe I can ask one of the other guys about working with Dave and how maybe he handles the the horn section and that. How does it, you know, because it's interesting, it's an interesting mix of instruments. How does, uh, how does Dave, how do you work with Dave on that? What sort of arrangements do you do and what sort of input does he have? I guess I'll take a shot at this. Um, yeah. It was really a comfortable vibe in the studio. We were all just 
gathered around just like we'd be, you know, at a house. And uh, we all kind of wrote the songs together. As, as, when it comes to the horn lines, uh, you know, we were kind of free to just write the horn lines as we were all writing the songs together. Of course, Marcus had the meat of the song ready to go. And uh, we would all just input ideas. And, you know, Deshaun would come up with little key stuff. And, and uh, we would all come up with our individual parts and then just make it a song from there. One of the interesting things about Dave's production is even though he's got this big name and he's produced a lot of hits, there's, you can't actually... He doesn't imprint himself on, on the record. He gets a sound that suits the artist he's working with. You know how some producers can be quite overpowering, can't they? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really fine point that you made there. He, uh, he certainly takes the sound of the group, but uh, something that Dave Cobb does that I think is really important is he's able to... Uh, get the sound of the room, the sound of the studio, and that being such a historic place, we really wanted the room to be able to speak. So we mic'd as many things as live as we could, and we and we used as many live takes as we could of the, of the songs. Do you know some of the people who recorded in that studio? I suppose you do. Well, I know Dolly Parton, you know, was a, was a big one that cut there, and Waylon Jennings did all his stuff there. Uh, it was Chet Atkins' place, really. He started... Uh, really laying it down there in the early 60s. Didn't Dolly Parton drive her car into the wall there accidentally at some stage? Is the mark still there, I heard? <laughs> I thought that was one in of her us. excitement to get into the studio. <laughs> Maybe so. I, Maybe I never I heard that, that story. But uh... <laughs> You're going on a bit of a tour after Australia, back, back in the States doing a few festivals, but Marcus, you're doing some solo gigs in New Orleans, aren't you? Uh, well, the band and I are going down to New Orleans for uh, Jazz Fest, and we're doing some club dates, and all of us are doing some little solo things. Okay. Just uh, some friends of ours that are down yeah. there. Whenever you get down to Jazz Fest, it's just kind of a, you know, who's around type of situation, and just going out and sitting in with some people. So you're all sitting in with the other people down there? Yeah, that's correct. That'll be an interesting experience during the 50th anniversary of Jazz Fest. It's going to be a, a real gas. Hey, um, the album has, the latest album has a lot of songs about your home on it, uh, South Carolina, although you've moved to Nashville now, haven't you? I have, yeah. You've all moved to Nashville? Uh, just no. myself and Dean Mitchell, our saxophone player, lives there too. So what, what led to that move, apart from the fact that it's probably the recording harbour centre of America now? Well, that's a good point, absolutely. There's a lot of really good work in Nashville. I really enjoy the vibe. Um, I kind of wanted an opportunity to, to break away from, uh, you know, my roots. And, you know, uh, distance helps the, the heart grow fonder, right? So the whole, the whole record was uh, really kind of a, like a, uh, a story about, you know, kind of uh, leaving your hometown, you know, because of the association of uh, negative memories and uh, associations that you have with it. So it was all pretty you know, timely, my move and the record coming out, so. Can you afford to live there now that it's the fastest growing city in America? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, most of the songs are about your home and leaving home, and there's a song called Homesick, this Goodbye Carolina, but there's one song that's kind of pretty timely to events around the world at the moment, Welcome Round Here. Yeah. Talk, tell us so, about So, uh, I guess uh, it's not a big secret that we got a real bozo of a president, and I can go ahead and say that. <laughs> But, uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. 
And uh, he just said some shit that really rubbed me the wrong way, and I wrote about it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> now, listen, we really appreciate you taking the time to come and have a chat. You're on the Crossroads stage this afternoon. That's right. So if people want to see one of the fastest rising bands in America, they can go and check you out there. <laughs> Are you going to do a song for us? I'm not sure Man, how you're going I'd, to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love you to. you want to try one? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to say thanks again for having us, by the way. Um, we got to get a photo together, man, me and you. All right. Well, you, you mentioned this one earlier, so I'll play this one. Do some temptations. Yeah, we could use some rhythm if you don't mind. Baby. 
favorite song Send that one out to my lady. I wrote that one for her. The Marcus King Band. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Marcus, how old are you again? I'm 23. That is really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> that someone so young is so talented, but it's fantastic. Thank you very much for coming Man, along. Thanks Guys, so much thank for you. having us on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, y'all.